Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. At the American Journal of Managed Care's fall live meeting of the ACO and Emerging Healthcare Delivery Coalition, speakers provided short takeaways of their sessions and panels. We begin with Dr. Kate Goodrich, Director of the Quality, Measurement, and Value-Based Incentives Group at CMS. What I was really struck by was what uh, Catherine Schneider from the uh, Delaware Valley ACO said around what it takes uh, to be successful. It's not just about reporting the measures, right? It's really about uh, the work, the real difficult work (laughs) that it takes to really transform your practice um, to uh, provide high quality care uh, at lower costs and how much time it takes to get to that point. it's really worth the effort to do that because you really see the benefits in your practice. So I think a lot of folks look at our programs, we've heard this from doctors and other clinicians, they look at our programs and what they primarily see is what it takes to report. It's the burden of reporting that feels very overwhelming. Um, And that is important and we have to be sensitive to that and we hope we've put policies in place to mitigate that burden. But at the end of the day, it's really about what you have to do to provide better care to your patients. Um, And so the work that goes into that, the C and the accountable care organization, as is the way she put it, um, is really what people uh, need to be most focused on. And then when you really do get focused on that, that the reporting itself, if it adds value and uh, and allows you to actually understand what your performance is um, and take better care of your patients, then the the burden is lessened just by virtue of it having such high value. James M. Daniel Jr. provided an overview of MACRA and other value-based care reimbursement changes. I think the biggest takeaway would be that education and exposure is everything because there are many resources out there available. I think the resources of the CMS news web, new website, the resources of their EHR vendor, I think is most important for the majority of practitioners who are going to be operating in a system of, uh, of MIPS. Uh, for the bigger, more organized systems, I think the big takeaway is um, this is a a trajectory we are on to assuming greater and greater risk, so the further you can get out ahead of these concepts, the better off you are. After his session, Daniel sat on a panel with Goodrich, Travis Broom of Allidade, and Dr. Katherine Schneider of the Delaware Valley ACO. Schneider provided a boots-on-the-ground perspective of the implementation of MACRA. A key takeaway for us is that the stakes are getting higher and we're all going to have more skin in the game and uh, there's a lot of educating to do. So conferences like this, all of the work that we're out doing in communities um, is really gonna be more and more important. Dr. Maria Tu Weogode presented research on what factors predicted which ACOs would be successful and share in savings. So from my presentation, uh, what I'm retaining from the audience as well from the questions that I got and from our analysis that experience helps and we have to be, as healthcare providers, they have to be better able to uh, use their resources, the resources available, because numbers may not necessarily mean an advantage. Uh, so uh, there should be efficient use of resources in order to achieve uh, better financial results or even uh, population-based uh, outcomes. There were three members of the Camden Coalition of Healthcare Providers. They all discussed hotspotting and tracking, methods used by the Camden Coalition to care for the most complex and costly patients. 
Renee Murray is first, followed by Andrew Katz and Natasha Dravid. You need to leverage and build relationships with the resources that already exist in the community. Um, oftentimes in healthcare and um, social work, there's so many great people doing very difficult work and we all have this, this the common goal um, in the end that we want to provide patients who have routinely been given um, lesser quality care, have systems barriers. We want to ensure that they're receiving the same quality care as the best care that's out there. And there's so many people working, but we're siloed. And a takeaway is we have to break down those silos. We really have to embrace and build relationships with other community members, organizations who um, are in this world that we're all working in together to really get everyone around the same table and to start generating conversations about how can we work together and what can we do um, as community partners to provide the best care for the patient. I think, I think one of the things that I've realized uh, working with the, the care team is that there's, they're the best people to provide information on what are your community barriers, what are your system barriers. And organizations um, need to develop ways of, of drawing from that, that knowledge and that resource and either creating capacity in their own organization or connecting um, to organizations um, to, to move into advocacy and policy. Um, because a lot of these things are systemic barriers that are not going to be solved by an individual provider. They need more of a, a coalition um, to move forward. I think what is one of the takeaways that was really important to me was thinking about when we think about healthcare, thinking about the various different parties that are involved in this. You might be a doctor, you might be a nurse, you might be a social worker, you might be a business person in charge of watching the bottom line of your facility. Um, I think what's really important and what we talked about on the panel was this idea of what motivates every different party in the system and how do you design, um, how do you design interventions and programs and systems that respond to those motivations so that we can really get everybody moving in the right direction. Dr. Carrie Sennett sat on the panel with Dravid discussing using data to better care for complex patients and getting providers involved. I think there are two takeaways from our session. First of all, don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. The data that Camden Coalition uses is not perfect, but it's good enough. The solutions to the problems, uh, they, they don't know sort of what the long-term plan is, but they figured out what the first step was, and, um, and, and so they're making progress. So put a stake in the ground. Um, the other takeaway uh, is that this is really hard work. Quality improvement is really hard work, and it's not about how elegant, it's not about how complex, it's the simple things um, done well that really make a difference. Finally, Dr. Anthony Slonum of Renown Health and chair of the ACO Coalition closes out with an explanation of why you should attend the next live meeting, which is scheduled for May 4th and 5th in Scottsdale, Arizona. The ACO Coalition is valuable for so many reasons. It's a place where we do shared learning. Our groups are diverse and growing larger, and that's important because you get a variety of opinions. And the networking matters. Not only do we hear cutting-edge innovative topics, but we have an opportunity to talk about them in the afternoon, over dinner, over breakfast the next morning. And so it really is a place where you can hear an idea, reflect upon it, and then use people in the meeting to reflect back and have additional conversation. It's a great forum for us to continue our learning together.
Dr. Maitwa Wayogode.